Welcome to Open and Nights. I'm your host, Jordan Barkley, back again for part two of uh, the fifth guest. I've got the director of the piece, Zara Brown. Zara, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So, tell us a bit about yourself, Zara. Well, I have been, I've been working in this industry since I was about 14, I think. I started off as an actor and then I went to college and then instead of going to drama school, university, like everyone else, I was like, no, I will create my own work, direct it, and do the work that I want to make. So I had my own theatre company for a few years. That disbanded after my partner in the company went to university, and I basically went freelance, and I got to work for other companies, different writers, festivals, and this is how this show came about, working with Carol. Fantastic. And um, this is the first time that you've worked with these guys as a rep company, is yeah. it not? Um, why did you choose to use uh, The Fifth Guest as the piece to uh, debut your new company as opposed to uh, any of your shows that you've previously worked on? Well, the first time me and Carol worked together, it was on um, the esteemed Dr. Barry, and it was similar part of working with uh, the Irish Festival, the Musical Irish Festival. And we thought it would just be one-off. But it turns out, not only did me and Carol actually work together so well, the team that we've built, like the actors, are just being incredible. So much so that we put on Dr. Barry again to raise money for Doctors Without Borders. And because we've managed to create this beautiful little team, I was like, why not just give it a name? Not saying we're not inclusive. We've, we'd love more people to come on board, including like yourself, that you've joined yeah. our little team. But yeah, we decided to come up with a, a brand because not only will it help with social media and it'll help us keep keep it grounded. Like it, it's not just, oh, it's a Carol and Zara production. It's the Cavalier players. Yeah, and it'd be brilliant to have your stamp on the industry in Liverpool as well with that name. It'll be a name that will very shortly become very big in Liverpool. Uh, so the fifth guest, uh, why have you chose to uh, put that show on for the Irish Festival? Well, last time uh, when we did the Irish Festival, obviously it's set in October, and we're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do one that's like Halloween themed? Or like, oh, Irish festivals have set it in Ireland. Oh, and then me and Carol just started like workshopping and talking about it, and then she come back to me with this script and a few tweaks here and there, but it's really solid, it's really funny, and nothing like she's written before either. Like, if any of you have seen the esteemed Dr. Barry, it's based on a real-life person and it's historical and very interesting, dramatic, but not very funny. And moments are funny, but not uh, not intended to be a comedy, whereas this is a dark, twisted comedy. Moments that will have you laughing out loud, but also moments that will put the shits up you. <laughs> and it's really interesting working on a completely different style of show. And because this is a new script as well, Carol's been able to give us the freedom to play with it because she's never written anything like this so we've been experimenting rehearsals to change up lines here and there and yeah it's been a really fun process yeah definitely and it's been great to be a part of that process i remember um first coming in uh, and reading the script with you guys and thinking oh my god this script is absolutely bizarre there's so many like <laughs> crazy characters and so many like strange plot twists but we're not going to talk about any of that no. However, can you give us a little brief about what the fifth guest is about? Fifth guests arrive. Where, uh, the fifth guest is about four guests arriving to a creepy Irish mansion in the middle of an island, and they all think they're there for a murder mystery dinner. They've all been invited exclusively. However, as the evening goes on, they realise 
Not everything is going to according to plan. Where's the dinner? Why are the five place settings? Where's the fifth guest? And we, as the story unveils, we find out, oh, was this person who they say they are? What's going on? Why are we here in the first place? Why us four? And that's the intrigue, that's the mystery, and the dynamic between all the characters, because they are so not alike, the bouncing back and forth. It's an entertaining watch. Fantastic. And how have rehearsals been for you as a director? Love them. They're like my favorite part <laughs> of the week. They're a lot of fun. As I've said, Like this team have just been overwhelmingly amazing in terms of their commitment and reliability and talent, which is what you want from an actor, but also just so much fun and love and... I, yeah, I just want to spend most of my week with them. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> They're a brilliant group of people. Yeah. Uh, Yourself included, of course. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, the last time I spoke with uh, those guys, they were talking about their experience in the rehearsals and talking about how they've been given such a safe space to perform and create this amazing piece of work. Is creating that space for actors an important part of your ethos as a director? It's vital. It's my number one rule. Always make your actors feel safe. I know some directors have different styles and they're a bit more authoritarian or a bit more strict and rudimentary, but I'm not that way. My number one rule is always make your actors feel safe so they can play and they can experiment without feeling judged. Even if what they do is not necessarily the right choice, I want them to feel free that they can make those mistakes and it's fine. We'll just try something else. And I want to bring that fun into the room, like which is why I always start with a warm-up and games. Always do, because it, it, it gives a good start and a good energy to the room. And yeah, because of that, I think it's built this beautiful like friendship group on the outside of it as well we all just get on really well and I, I just always try my best to keep all my rehearsal rooms like that yeah and I can tell you from experience walking into that space it as soon as I walked in it became very apparent I was like this isn't just a group of actors this is a group of friends and it felt great to be part of that circle and become friends with all these people it's been yeah, it must be daunting for you though like because obviously all of us are very well acquainted and you how was that for you oh god um <laughs> oh, i'm being interviewed now yeah Please. why not <laughs> <laughs> no it was great it's um i've met you previously um around uh, liverpool and around hope street you've come to see some of my shows of uh, so we knew each other quite well already but walking into the space like i said it was it was daunting at first and it was sort of like I don't really know where I fit in in this group or how anyone's going to like take me. Um, but I just, it was just like straight in, um, straight off the bat, it was brilliant. And I really, really sort of sunk my teeth into getting to grips with the script and getting to grips with like the other actors. And it does feel like home. It really does feel like home. Yay. That's, what, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank you. Okay, so the... Um, this is the second time you've worked with the writer, Carol. Yes. Um, how has it been? Because I know uh, throughout rehearsals, you've been going back and forth, devising the script, uh, drafting and redrafting. Uh, how has it been with that sort of back and forth? It's interesting. Like Me and Carol don't always agree, but most of the time we have the same vision, but we don't always necessarily agree on the execution of mm. that. So it's going backwards and forwards. It's saying, oh, I think this because of this. Oh, I don't agree because of this. 
this devolves this character's motivation and things like that. And it's trying it in the room, which is why I'm like, okay, we've written this, try it, see if it works. And if it doesn't, we go away and take it back. And now we're at a point where the script is like 99% done. It's solid. I don't see us adding anything else except what you guys have been doing, which is adding the odd little quip here or the odd little intent change which makes the script come alive and it's been really lovely to see that evolve and change from where it first began Mm, it's been great to be able to have that space to throw in those little quips or those little expressions or um just like bits of movement as well there's some quite like striking movement in the piece as well a lot of uh jumping around throwing each other around different places and um a lot of screams and uh panics (laughs) But yeah, it's been absolutely it's brilliant. History, which well, expect. yeah, you can't expect anything more. Um, so, in three words, uh, because the last time I asked this, the guy said mystery, mystery, mystery. <laughs> what are your three words to describe the piece? Dark, twisted, comical. Fantastic. And finally, what, where, when? Give us the dates. October 21st and 22nd at Hope Street Theatre at 8pm. Tickets are £10 and you can get your tickets at uh, Ticket Quarter. Fantastic. So get those tickets quick for the fifth guest in October. Uh, Tickets are on Ticket Quarter, like Zara said. Uh, Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I've been Jordan Barkley from Open and Night. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Opening Nights. Our next production is coming very soon, so be sure to get subscribed wherever you're listening and visit our website, www.openingnights.co.uk, to stay updated. Bye for now.